and fellow adventurers, welcome to the Mithril Dragon Wagon, in which Minmax plays the Return of the Rune Lords, converted to second edition. And we start out with a recap of session 12. After defeating a key bearded dwarf who's guarding a vault, we begin to investigate the thing. Using clues we gathered in the past, we are able to open it. The whole thing is very magical, and we find a chest with some gauntlets in it. Seems to be what we've been looking for. From there, we continue into a room with a big magic rune in it. Coral and Odd step on it to go into a small room with a force wall and a goblin. We solve the puzzle and save the goblin, whose name is Munkle. She informs us that her tribe has the missing dwarves. We decide to arm ourselves with pickles and head towards their encampment in an attempt to save the dwarves. So, the next morning comes and, uh... It looks like Coral still needs healing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, that's we could, we'd do it at that. We could do it at night. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I'd, I'd run a few checks. So, are you gonna go kill some goblins? Is it on this side of the river? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, we need to go get the dwarves. It's not killing yeah, we goblins. Go the it's saving dwarves. And Munkles carry this barrel of pickles. Oh, she'll try. She oh. won't make it. And then she'll say, you you can find it, right? Go on without me. <laughs> I'll be here when you get back. Oh, Munkles, we'll just put them in a sack. Put, you don't put pickles in a sack. You just... No. What else, how else are we going to carry them? They have to sit in the brine! I'm sure there's some jars or something in the... i check out the Hag's apartment. Oh, yeah, you could easily find a jar with a lid on it. I mean, there's a bunch of trade goods in the carts, and you'd be able to find one, I think. All right, Muckles, now put a few in here. Are there any more empty jars in there? Get a few more empty jars! We took all we could find, Muckles. Fine! We're coming back! All right. I'm coming back! Because I'm free now! Are you... <laughs> yeah, we just I we am. just bought his loyalty for just a few pickles. <laughs> <laughs> we just got a pet goblin, guys. Yeah, I know. Well, I kind of want to keep Munkles around. I like him. She's our mascot. You can uh, make your way to where the uh, Bramblemouth Den cave entrance would be. Munkle would warn you that there are usually two goblins posted out front, although sometimes they get a little lazy and fall asleep on the job or just forget to show up. But there's also inside a few things to worry about. There are a couple of goblin dogs, and then the uh, Bramblemouth Lieutenant, Night Eye. And Night Eye is uh, an expert marksman. Keen shot with a short bow. When Munkle takes you to just before the entrance to the Bramblemouth then, she gets down low and sneaks up. She says, Chief Cheektooth, is in the den. You'll have the front part, but then you have to go down a long ways, uh, about as long as it took for us to get, you know, up from where you brought me from. Anyways, down there, they found some treasures, and we took the dwarves to help us dig deeper to find more treasures. That's what they're doing down there. I don't know if that helps, but good luck. Hey, thanks, Wall of Force Goblin. I mean, we're being sneaky, or should we just kill all these guys? Uh, I'd be okay with not killing all the goblins. We'll see what what happens. Yeah. So we're not going to be sneaky. We're just going to walk in and be like, hey, yeah, give us the dwarves back. <laughs> so, goblins, you have dwarves. Give dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. 
You think all the other goblins love pickles as much as Munkles does in this tribe? It's canon in Galarian that goblins just love pickles. In the core, one of the goblin art, I think it's the first page for the goblin ancestry, is a goblin eating a pickle. Well, we got a bunch of jars of pickles, too. Oh, I see. Bribing. Yeah. As you approach the entrance of the den, everybody give me a perception check. Consistent. Six. Nineteen. Sixteen for Turks. Twenty-three. Fourteen. Adamu. With a twenty-three, you can reliably say that the two guards that Munkle said might might be here are not here right now. Well, looks like they're lazy on the guards today, boys. What do you do? I thought we were just walking right in. Yeah. We'll walk you in. continue to walk in right into yeah. the cave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who goes in first? I'm going first. Okay, Turox, as you walk in, you don't get but maybe 10 feet into the cave. It's a low cave, maybe, you know, eight feet tall before you see a goblin. And the goblin starts shrieking and squawking at you and pulls out a long bow about 20 feet away. I will put my hands up. I'll kind of like gesture. I'm going to grab something out of my belt. The jar full of pickles. Do you want any? <laughs> you just like shake the jar of pickles. <laughs> A couple of more goblins come out, each with bows, four of them in total. And they pop out over, like, a little defensive wall that they've built from stacks of rocks and things like that. And they all have bows trained on you. And they look confused at each other, almost like they don't understand you. But as soon as you pull out the jar of pickles, their little goblin ears perk up a little bit. And they loosen their hold on the bows. And the one that's closest to you sneaks up a little closer and puts the bow down. I'll kind of, like, gesture to him. Come here. You can have them. Ah! I just want to talk to someone. He holds his hands out, like to catch it. Nope, you have to come here. Ah! And I'll keep motioning him. Come on now. And I'll kind of like crouch down a little bit too and just be like, Babe, everything's fine. He turns back to one of the ones behind a defensive wall and uh, shrieks something at him. And that one disappears. And a few moments later comes back with another goblin with a short bow as well. Fucking 3D eyes. (laughs) She has goggles that sit on the top of her head. She's bald. She has some hooks in her ears, and it looks like she has what uh, you now look around and see that is common among all of these goblins. Teeth, like another animal's teeth, pierced through their lips as decoration. And she has one red eye, all red, and one all blue eye. Hello? Now, Mungo told us what this one was named, right? Yeah. Night Eye? Night Eye. Night yep. Eye. They are a good marksman. A good shot with a bow. And she has her bow out, trained on you. Who are you? What do you want? Well, I've been sent here to give you a jar of pickles. Maybe even two jars of pickles. But all I want to do is talk. She narrows her eyes. What's your deception, DC? Do you want to roll uh, a deception on you're here to give them pickles? Because that's a lie. Well, I am here it to give them pickles. It is not a lie. And also oh. talk. Oh, and also talk. Okay. Yeah. I suppose. That's fair. So diplomacy? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Fuck, I'm going to hero point uh, them. That was almost a I know. 
It's skipped to it. Can I uh, aid? I mean, yeah, with, with typical aid. I do remember that's a 20. It is. Fuck, that's right. Hero point it. A hero point it. Don't make it worse. Oof. <laughs> nice. So are you aiding or is that your own diplomacy check? I'm aiding. I'm aiding. <laughs> okay, so success. So Tordox, you uh, roll the what? 19 on the die. And Odd or, got sorry, a 28. 19 total. Sorry. 19, 19 total. Odd, you successfully aid with a 28. So it's a 20. I just want to talk to you, Night Eye. I don't want any trouble. How do you know my name? Well, we uh, met one of your goblins a little bit earlier, and she told us about you. And we want to talk to you about the dwarves that you have. Munkle? Yes. Uh, where's Munkle now? We still have her, actually. We haven't taken her prisoner. She came with us of her own free will because we have pickles. And she tells us that you also need pickles. And a few of the the goblins just hear the word pickles a few times. Pickles, 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 pickles. Mumbling and muttering to each other. They're starting to lower the bows a little bit. It's a good thing we ran into the one of two <laughs> in this entire camp that speak common. <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about? Well, you have some dwarves in your possession that we would also like to talk to. Hmm. Why do you want to talk to the dwarves? They've been missing for some time now, and the town is worried about them, and we wanted to talk to you before, you know, the captain starts getting all inquisitive about it and comes over here herself. We're just a group of friends now. Uh, why shouldn't I kill you to prevent you from bringing the rest of the Longshanks down on us? Well, first off, if you shoot that bow at me, you might even hit a jar of pickles, and who knows what'll happen then. And we all know that pickles are only good in the brine. And I'll point at one of the goblins like, see, he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, she lowers the bow. I'll go get Seslek. But I won't promise what she'll want from you. My men are getting restless. Are you going to hand over the pickles to them or not? Well, yeah. bring one over and I'll hand him a jar. Bring one of them over? He has to come get it from me. She nods over to him, and, and he stumbles over himself. He trips, gets back up. He reaches out cautiously. I'll, like, take one out of the jar and hand one to him first. And he just conk, 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 devours it. It crunches. And then I'll hand him one of the jars. And he scrambles back to it, and each of the other goblins dips their hands in, and she barks at them. And if they each had, like, a handful where they had two or three in a handful, and then they drop, so then they're only pulling one out, and then they close the jar back up, and uh, she disappears. After a little bit, Night Eye comes back. With Night Eye is a sight that you have never seen before. You're almost certain. It's a long snake. Not huge, it's a medium-sized snake, but... The snake's head is a goblin. It's a goblin head. Just take a black snake and just slap a goblin head right on that bitch. Goblin snake. Huh. That's a thing. Yeah, I can't wait till we have to, like, fight this entire dungeon all at once because of this so little thing. <laughs> <laughs> when something in inevitably goes wrong. <laughs> well, we said we wanted to talk to him. We didn't want to kill him. No, I love it. I mean, I love, I'd love if th that works out, but I'm waiting until <laughs> we end up having to fight all of these guys at once. <laughs> Real quick, Benzie, take a hero point. I love the way you RP'd that. 
Thank you. So the snake slithers up into view and says, uh, Night Eye tells me you're here for the dwarfs. Yep, that that is right. Fellow snake myself, huh? <laughs> That's all I got um, for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got nothing there either. Uh, lizard jokes. Uh, we need them. They are to help us dig deeper. To find treasure, right? Yes. You've spoken with Munkle. Where is she? I'll kind of... Munkle! Would you come up here for a second? Munkle doesn't come up. Well, she is here, but she's our friend now. If you take the dwarves, how will we get our treasure? We can definitely make something work. Because if you need to dig deeper, we can definitely get you something that'll dig deeper for you. Right now, we just want to talk to the dwarves and see if they're okay. And you have my word that you'll get all the pickles that we have, and in exchange for the dwarves, we will give you something to help you dig deeper. Like dynamite. Have you ever seen dynamite before? Do, do we do we have dynamite? That's, I'm, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> do. Do we know what dynamite is? No. The dwarves are just fine. If you wish to have them back so badly, I see that you are of the adventurous type. Yes? That is correct. Tomb raiders, pillagers of the past, monster hunters. Give us your gold, and we'll give you the dwarves. A couple of things here real quick. Turux is up front, right? Uh, How close is everybody behind him? Are we talking like standing right behind Turux uh, or like I'm standing right behind Turux. I'm not going to leave him up there all by himself. Got it. I'd be like... 15 feet behind. Okay. I'm not going to be like right next to him, but I'll be a little bit, I'll be close. I've got like both hands on my weapon, but it's like resting on the ground. Kind of like I'm just standing there. It's not like, I'm not like standing there like ready to attack somebody, but I'm right. standing in a way that I'm not far away from being ready to attack. I'm trying not, I'm trying not to be look threatening, but I'm also not going to leave him by himself. Well, how much gold do you need? A payment for something that could help us dig deeper, but with no guarantee doesn't interest me as much as the jingles I hear from your pockets now. Give me all of your coin, and I will give you the dwarves. Just just all of his coin, right? No, all of your coins. Well, I'm real small, can't carry much, but I've got it all. Right well, here, it's uh, let's see, um, three gold, seventeen silver, and twenty-one copper. That's all you have between all five of you. What? Right, that's it. Adventurers. We're adventurers. I get a twenty-two to deception. That's as much as I feel like I'm willing to give them to not kill them. Minuscule. We have much more than that in our coffers already. Then we'll keep the dwarves. Why would she ask for all of our gold if she didn't want to accept the offer? <laughs> because she assumed we had more. No, but that's stupid. We do have more. I lied. 
Yeah, you I can. mean, I don't. I have one silver and, <laughs> and eight copper. So. Yeah, I have one hundred forty-five silver. Yeah, I don't have a hope. There must be something of value you carry. Pickles. If you found Munkle, were you on the other side of the the word portal? Yeah, I was. Where did you come from? Uh, uh, first well, originally. No, from the portal, the, the word portal. Oh, a dungeon. That's where we seek. We can tell you how to get there. Other treasures. Loads of treasures. So much stuff, you won't even be able to carry it all. There's a vault in there that we haven't even managed to get into. You must have the treasures. No, we didn't take it. We don't want it. We just want dwarves. There was a vault in there that we could not figure out. Oh, good. Everybody's lying. <laughs> Two lies yep. there. More deception. Let's get some, some, some more deceptions. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. <laughs> we kill it. So you're not clever enough to crack this vault. You can show us how. There's an overland path. Yeah, we just came from there. Overland and a shortcut as well. We didn't take the shortcut because we didn't want to intrude on your home. We wanted to talk to you first. Are you saying the word portal leads to the other side? Now it does, after he rescued Munkles. Show us. We're going into the cave. I'll look back and going in. Sprinkle shrugs. Uh, as long as Adamu comes. Oh, Adamu will go. Oh, I'm going there. Uh, how, how, how many more of them are there in the cave? Guess we gonna find out, eh? I, I don't want to be surrounded. I'll kind of go up to Munkles and... Do you want to come with us inside, or want to stay out here? Give me a perception check. Munkles is fucking gone. Twenty. You can't find Munkle. All right, I'll unscrew another jar of pickles and set it on like the outside of the cave. I feel like she's watching right now, or he's watching. I don't know. It's a she. She. Okay. Okay. And then, how many other jars do we have? Uh, Let's just say you have like six. Okay, six. Alright, so I gave one to them, and then I left one outside, so I have four more. Four jars, four bargaining chips. <laughs> yeah, that's what it turned into. That's our gold right now. We don't have any actual gold. Yeah. Into the place. So, you head in, and Seslik leads you. Night Eye has her short bow up the entire time, trained on each of you. Not in turn, but just as a group. They speak to each other in goblin, and two of these four goblins up here follow behind the group. You pass a section where there are some goblin dogs that are off to the left, and they're growling. They lead you deeper in where there's a fire pit and some partially cooked meat and bedding that's ratty. Seslik leads you down. Now, there's not stairs like when you go down on the side where the stone house in the woods is instead this is a cave system that spirals down going down down it doesn't smell as gross because it's not near those cook fires with the half cooked meat and it's starting to get a little cold a little damp after some time of traveling Seslek leads you into a uh, cavern that opens up In this cave system, there's uh, these half walls that are built out of stacks of stone as defensive points. 
there are a grouping of goblins just outside the entry points, and she, in goblin, speaks something to them. And as she leads you deeper... I'd like to make a sense motive on what she says to them, like their demeanor. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Just trying to get a read. I mean, I get a 15, so it's pretty shitty, but, like, a read for whether it's, like, she's telling them to get ready to attack us and take all of our shit or something. Got it. You're not sure exactly what she told them, but they're letting you pass. They eye you warily. We don't We don't have a source of light. Ha ha. I can see just fine, fuckers. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they actually, they don't have a source of light. Would what would you do about that? Do you just cast light on something? Just light my lantern. I cast light. We have lanterns. We have people that can cast light. Like we have sources of light. And it annoys me to no end because I don't like. Uh, it's like, come on, guys, <laughs> ruining the darkness. I have low light vision, just not dark vision. I am human. So as uh, Cecilic goes through this maze of low walls, which look to be like a defensive position. You can see off to your left, the cave system gives way into a hallway and there's a door in there. That hallway looks like it's the same type of hallway that you came across when you were down in the basement of the stone house. But more than that, in this area, it seems to be that there are several almost buildings that are coming out uh, of the stone walls here. Some old doors and things of that nature. Seslek goes up to a door. She turns to Turox and says, Wait here. And with her tail knocks on this door. The goblin that comes out looks like this. Jesus. Okay. Oh, that's not terrifying. Got all types of teeth in those lips. Extra teeth and shit. Not to mention, like, some nice chain mail. A flaming sword. (laughs) A flaming dog slicer. Uh, this, without a doubt, as you can see, <laughs> for those of you who are listening at home, Chief Cheektooth took that moniker for a reason. He has very large canine fangs, as well as other various dog teeth that are pierced through his lips as decoration. And he also has this big skull belt buckle that almost looks like a holy symbol of some kind. Odd, give me a religion check. Or anybody who does have religion trained. Do you think he's compensating for something? <laughs> Do you say that in my head as I'm riding on your shoulder? Yeah. yeah. I think he is. I get a 22 on my religion check. That is the symbol of a not all that well-known Barghest. They're named Zarangel. That's the name of the Barghest demigod. Is uh, numbered among the four goblin hero gods that are believed to have created the goblin race. Uh, I don't tell anybody that because nobody cares. <laughs> this goblin comes out and in a low voice <laughs> talks to the snake and they are speaking back and forth in goblin. Cecilic turns back to Turdox and says... The chief accepts your proposal, but first you must prove to us that this thing works. Uh, Oral, you want to go? You're the most likely to be able to handle yourself if they attack. And I actually don't know how it works entirely. 
Because I never hit the button or hit the button to the other side or anything. That's true. They want me to go through the, the teleporter thing? Yeah, show them how it works. Since They don't know how it works? You touch it. They need to, that somebody prove that it works. Oh, where is it? Does this one look active to me? As, as soon as Seslik will escort you to the portal with uh, Chief Cheektooth. Yes, this one, like the other one, is softly glowing blue. Seslik and the Chief Cheektooth look to each other for a moment. Cheektooth uh, nods in determination, and Seslik says, You will take the Chief with you. Oh, fuck yeah, I'll take him with me. <laughs> Who's the Chief Cheekbone? Yeah, Chief Cheektooth. I don't know if I can take this guy 1v1, but Tyler, could I take this guy 1v1? Do you want the honest answer? <laughs> yeah, I think it's no. Be, I, th- I think it'd be a rough fight, man. <laughs> Doesn't work. You say that, and then fucking Spencer one-shots him just crits him. <laughs> yeah, just gets a fucking I mean, crit on his spell strike, potential. and it's yeah. over. Crit potential on the Magus is real, but if you don't get that crit, that could go badly, quickly. Anyways. You're telling me these goofs didn't ever try to just touch it? They don't. They don't trust writing. Magical oh, writing. Oh, okay. Goblins don't trust writing. So when they, when they pushed Munkle into it before, and Munkle terrified of writing before they even started, like yeah. they pushed, they pushed the most scared of writing goblin in here. And when Munkle, Munkle didn't come back, they're like, well, that that obviously leads to like leads to hell or something. Anywho. Uh, hell, when I fucking teleport in there with him, Cheek, Cheek Tooth actually reaches up and grabs your wrist. And looks up to you and nods. Nah, that's cute. Sprinkles frowns. <laughs> As you walk into the circle, you both disappear. Zoom. I pick up my climbing kit and I strangle him. It's <laughs> 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 playing all climb- along. <laughs> your climbing kit was here. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he picked that up again. No, I, I think I did pick it up, but. So, uh, as you get in here, into the, the section, the goblin... And he starts looking around, and then he slowly shrugs, like, what do we do now? Does he look a little scared? No, he looks confused. I mean, I'm ready to just put a, keep him in prison here. Yeah, just pop back out to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> what did they want to go through this for? They just wanted to see what it did? They think they there's treasure. The there's treasure on the other side, Spencer. We looted it all. <laughs> yeah, but we told them we didn't. They successfully oh. lied, saying that there was a vault in here that they couldn't get open, and they beat that DC. Yeah. Which is, which is totally sitting wide open right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why well, you guys didn't bother to close it or anything, right? No. He starts insistently. <laughs> pulls out his dog slicer. <laughs> All right, I walk. I, is he still holding my hand? No, he's not holding your hand. Like he's he's insisting, like with a sense motive, you'd get like he's insisting that you do something. You were supposed to show him how to get to the other side, and you you are. Yeah, aren't, I, so. I take him to the other side. Oh, okay. He doesn't draw his dog slicer. And how far away were we from the vault? It's like the next door. I uh, usher him over to the vault and point at it. It doesn't get his attention. Usher him over to the vault? Yeah. So you have to put your hand on the whatchamacallit. Oh, and, yeah, I thought we teleported it it already. Sorry, oh, yeah. no, sorry. That was, uh, so, so you guys get to the other side. When he gets over here, he looks a little, you know, ah, amazed by it. 
Oh, the second, like, he's, like, lost his attention on me, I teleport back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then do you go back all the way to the other side? Oh, I know the second I do, that's gonna create. How many things are on the fucking combat tracker? <laughs> you wanna count uh, them all? <laughs> oh, I see them. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the snake is slithering back and forth, almost pacing, and looks over to uh, Odd and says, What's taking them so long? Oh, no, probably your stupid goblin friend's afraid to touch the magic runes. Chief Cheek Tooth has no fear. Well, then why did he shove the other one through? <laughs> and she, like, hisses at you and keeps pacing on the other side, cut over to the other side of Cheek Tooth, staring at the circle that he just turned back and saw Coral step into to disappear. And he starts sweating. Lifts his leg up over it, and then he steps into it. Boom. And I'm excited! Cheektooth goes back to the center. Ah! I give him excited faces, like, you did it, buddy. You don't do diplomacy, do you? What? You don't do diplomacy, <laughs> do you? I have trained in it. Are you? Okay, go ahead and yeah. give me a diplomacy check. I'll modify the DC because of the language difference on my Oh, end. I almost had it. I'm gonna f- action point. Or hero point. How about a 20? The chief looks like he's, like, reaching for his dog slicer again, and he's looking like he's going to cut into you, but when you give him, you know, excited emoji, platform, or whatever you do, (laughs) uh, he looks a little confused for a sec, sheathes his sword, and starts dancing with me. He puts his his hands on his hips. Happy goblin noises. And now I teleport back onto the, the vault side, and I just keep doing it. You just keep going back and forth. <laughs> I'd probably get a huge headache, but... <laughs> <laughs> Teleportation sickness. <laughs> and I just have, like, a childish act face to myself. Like, I'm just super excited. I'm trying to make this guy just we're, think that this is the funnest fun. thing ever. We're having fun. And, and, and he does. He plays the game. You guys are going back and forth, and you're, you're hop, portal hopping. He seems really comfortable with it now. In fact... On one of the times that you get back into the center room, he goes, He cuts my face. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he walks over to the other side. He touches the runes on the wall over there. Appears back in the main section. All right, well, yeah, I'm going with him. I'm not hanging out with myself. He comes over and he starts talking to Cecilic. Cecilic looks visibly relieved from the fact that he came back. And they have a, a low conversation with each other. Cheektooth reaches up and, like, pats Coral on the hip, I guess. Aww. And Smacks my ass. <laughs> it, it, it crossed my mind, but I opted not to. <laughs> and uh, then Seslek turns to the rest of the party and says, The chief is satisfied. Take your dwarves and go. Right. We do. We, we, we do that. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> I'm going to hand... <laughs> Some more jars of pickles to the like as we're passing by, you know, like all the goblins and stuff. I'll be like handing one of them a jar of pickles and everything. <laughs> like everyone gets a pickle. Yeah, yeah. You get a jar of pickles. You get a jar of pickles. This must be a weird day for them, all things considered. <laughs> like, all right, a lizard man showed up and he gave us all pickles and then he took our dwarves and then he left. <laughs> Well, uh, Seslek points you back to the south end of the, of the chamber and uh, says, Crumble, 
Let the dwarves go. This goblin is like in tattered clothing and with this like teeth that are falling out of their head comes out and goes, Crumble's been watching the dwarves. Why let go? The Longshanks have shown us a way without the useless dwarves who can't dig. Send them away. Crumble looks a little like crazy, right? Does like the crazy eye twitch thing. Jesus, that does sound like a bunch of goblins. They they know dwarves can dig, so they just go grab some dwarves and tell them to dig. But they're like fucking a baker and a farmer. <laughs> they're, like, yeah, they're, just they're, they're merchants. Yeah, they're just <laughs> merchants. <laughs> Basically, it's been the dwarves down here trying to convince them that they don't fucking know how to do that. They're going, yes, you do. Think really hard about You're it. dwarves. <laughs> they're dwarves. Of course you know how. <laughs> that is so goblin. Uh, so uh, they they lead you back, and in this room there are two dwarves who are, like, shackled up with their arms over their head against the wall. I am so glad you came to save us, and Scottish accent, and you take them, you uncuff them. That's so racist. All dwarves have Scottish accents, right? No. No? Not all of them? I suppose Jeb doesn't. You get them down and... Crumble and Seslik are gar- are arguing back and forth in Goblin. You don't understand any of it. Cheektooth is just kind of leaning against the wall, looking at Coral. Gives Coral a thumbs up as you're walking out. You hustle your way out of the Bramblemouth den. Hey, we did it. And they let that you was go. the most least murder hobby thing I've ever done. <laughs> that was, that was, that was I excellent. I wanted to fight, but that looked overwhelming. I don't think that would have gone well. That that, would have been bad if we would have fought that whole thing at once. Heading back to town. Fuck it. Gotta find the next thing to murder. Let's go. We couldn't murder those ones. Let's go find something else to murder. Yeah, let's head back to town. Make your way over back to town. Maybe we can find Lullaby. As you exit. No, you don't run into Lullaby, actually. Run across Lullaby. She's so fucking gone. You might run into her later. I I thought she wanted to take over the roadkeepers. We've killed all of the road keepers. I don't know who she's <laughs> going to take over, but... She's got nothing left. Just the two guys that you left with her. Two guys that are with her and their hideout. They'll go start their own criminal enterprise or something. Head back to town. What do you do first? Oh, actually, before you even get there and on your way out of the, the, the den, Munkle pops back up and has, like, right where the jar of pickles got left behind, just chomping on pickles. No, you can't join the circus. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) When you get back to town, what are you going to do first? Let's fucking sell some of this shit we have, huh? As soon as you get back into town, the dwarves that are with you thank you profusely for saving them. And they, they, they looked, you know, a little underfed maybe, but they were unharmed. The goblins hadn't hurt them or anything. They just wanted them to dig, and they couldn't dig. Merchants, huh? Huh? They're merchants, huh? Yeah. Money merchants tend to have. Uh, well, I mean, not after they got, you know, robbed. Uh, that, that's, that's, why, that's why they had more money than we had to give them. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they, they stole it all. Change. <laughs> Fair. See, look at what we missed out on, guys. We missed out on all that Let's loot. go kill them, then. <laughs> back to the forest. Yeah. Even when you get back uh, into town, Colton... 
for example, is really excited to see. Hey, man, thanks for bringing the doors back. It's so really uplifting, man, to see you guys helping the community like this. It's just just gets me right in my heart area. Anyways, have a good day, guys. I'm going to go fishing. Well, we're all different races, but under one race, the Pathfinder race. I think we all have hearts. Adamo, do you have a heart? Yes. See, we've all got hearts. The fuck are you guys on about? <laughs> Ted's only half paying attention and doesn't understand what's going on. Half is generous. <laughs> half, half is generous. Colton actually goes to take... Uh, I, I take it back. He doesn't go fishing. He wants to help the dwarves out, so he's going to help find them a place to stay in clothes and get back on their feet and things like that. So anyways, he takes the dwarves away to help him out. You guys want to go shopping first? Yeah, let's sell some shit, huh? Sell and buy. Now after you guys walk around to, the couple, to a couple of the shops, sell the items that you have, you come out with 73 gold, 310 silver, 78 copper. Excellent. Now we got some coin. Gives everybody 14 gold and 62 silver. Both I'm rich. Split it evenly this time, otherwise Sprinkles are trying to kill me again. <laughs> I put mine in my bag of holding. All right. Well, you've gone shopping, or at least you've sold things. We should probably go tell What's-Her-Face, the town guard lady that we found the dwarves. Tell the town guard lady. There are the gloves on the well to stop Roderick's ghost from appearing. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> That's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> Fuck, you get that idea. <laughs> I think I heard that somewhere, right? Yeah, we heard that somewhere. That yeah, sounds right. Uh, you head over to the uh, where Captain Julep Fresson is stationed up. You tell her about the dwarves, and she thanks you. Thank you for handling that. That was uh, something that was certainly uh, a concern. We weren't sure how close they were when they went missing, though, so it's good to know that they made it this far and that you were able to find them. I thank you. You're not worried about the goblin tribe over there? And the Bramblemouth, yes, I am concerned. This is something that shows them extending a bit. Tell me, how did you get the dwarves back? Bartered. We gave them pickles. We lied to them. I taught them how to use magic. All of these things are true. <laughs> All of these things are true. <laughs> I see. It seems that you had some finesse with them, and they are just... What, looking for treasures? Yes, and we showed them where to get treasures, so they shouldn't be a bother for you, because they're going to be searching for a while. Since we have the treasures. I mean, we took the treasures, so they're going to be <laughs> pissed also. Probably they're all just going to die <laughs> to those traps. That's also very true. I'm going to go in, and Charlize is just going to... We're going to cut back over to oh Alaska. Charlize is going to murder all of them. <laughs> and it's just an absolute horror house in there right now. The lights are flickering. There's goblin parts <laughs> strewn about. There's one I that's almost going, feel bad. <laughs> and then all the while, Charlize is in the background just... Yeah, oi, brother! She's <laughs> getting her rocks off. Oh, uh, she deserves it, you know. Yeah, you're you're right. The the, the whole goblin tribe problem's likely gonna handle itself. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> so, anyways, 
Gonna buy anything or saving? I'm not. Nope. Saving the saving money. Saving the money. Captain Frustin thanks you. We should probably go rest, I suppose. Didn't we already? We already rested. We've done nothing today. Oh yeah, literally nothing. Right. <laughs> Let's go hit up the fucking tavern, though. Huh? We had a hard day. Yeah, hard I mean, absolutely. I'll go to the tavern with all of this money that I've got. Yeah. No, we need to go talk to Adrani. Uh, she's probably already right behind us. I right invite now. them to the tavern to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we get drunk. We guys go party then. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, nice. what, that's what Odd does. What's everybody else doing? Odd, Odd and Turux. Turux, tell me you're coming too. I'll go fucking party. We fucking revel be- in our ability to talk, like, mostly you. And But but <laughs> Odd wants to pretend like he was a part of it too. And how we just, like, bamboozled these fucking goblins. <laughs> and just how much fun it was. More goblins than you've ever seen before. And let me tell, I tell them to Steve Pickles, and by God, it worked. And I've never seen anything like it in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So while Turox and uh, Odd are partying and telling stories, what are Coral Sprinkles and Adamu doing? Uh, Sprinkles is also drinking at the same place as them, but not taking part in the storytelling. But not with them. <laughs> yeah, instead is in the corner, doing really drunk and doing the um, the little like goth kid shuffle dance from South Park. In the corner. <laughs> what about Coral? I'm trying to do nerd shit, but I can't. If I craft a, if I'm trying to craft a scroll, it takes four days of work. That's not like four dedicated days of work, right? Sure is. Really well, I know it, that's how it is for alchemy. It's like four days for creating like Jesus. a batch of alchemical yeah. stuff. Like other consumable scrolls can be crafted in batches of four. All scrolls of one batch must contain the same spell at the same level. Blah, blah, blah. Damn. Yeah. It's basically just like crafting like normal. So time consuming is the answer. Never mind, I'm not doing nerd shit. So what are you doing? Fucking alcoholic shit. Hell yeah. Get in here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's the same for Adamo then. Do you guys just party the rest of the night out? Once he got a cup of blood, fucking sicko. Party the rest of the night out. After a while, uh, you know, you obviously you have the cash. Toss a couple of silver around, and you get rounds. You get drinks, dinner, the whole nine yards. Adrani would okay. come after some time. She would probably hear you guys are creating quite the little stir in town right now. Would sort of join. I think, given the situation that what you just played out in front of me, and Adrani doesn't want to talk business right now because everybody's partying from the success, is probably just going to go sit at a table nearby where Sprinkles is awkward shuffle dancing and have a beer. Is she awkwardly watching me? She's just awkwardly sitting near you. She's not talking to anybody. She might toss a couple glances at you every now and then, but... What kind of glances? (laughs) Sprinkles... Flips his hair at her. <laughs> Goth elf blushes. So let's say that the rest of the night goes by pretty well. I try to, like, scare Adrani, but I'm wasted, so I fucking, like, can't <laughs> sneak up behind her at all. And she sees me coming every time. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Does anybody want to do anything here before I hit uh, into next day? It sounds like I'm crossing into the next day here. Yeah, I'm all good. Odd, uh, get your cards ready. We're playing. I mean, I'd love to gamble with a little bit. (laughs) Gamble into the night. Well, the next morning, everybody feels a little hungover. 
I would imagine that you all decided to maybe splurge a little bit on, a, a, you know, rooms at the inn. Going for that continental breakfast. He's <laughs> continental breakfast. I don't, I, yeah, I pay for a room. I don't make it to the room. I just fall asleep <laughs> on the table in, in the dining hall. In a bowl of food, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're in like a bowl of soup. Your arms are over the little edges, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Several times throughout the night, there are people that make comments, but like well, they don't know. We don't know where you put it all. Odd, you're gonna eat us out of all the food that we have at the pantry. Like by the time the night's done, you're probably eating enough for four or five full-grown adults. The only way to be. Odd wakes up in a cold bowl of soup. Yeah, sounds about right. A couple of other people stumble their way downstairs. The innkeepers cleaned up a little bit, but even they hung out and drank and listened to stories. They were a little late to wake up this morning as well. But they get breakfast going, and it's ready for everybody. Adrani left last night before everybody got a little too crazy. She shows back up in the morning, and I'm so glad to hear that everything went so well last night. Yesterday. Or, I guess over the last couple of days. You've been gone a little while. What? Who's here? (laughs) Still waking up, I see. What time is it? It's pretty early. Why are you here? I mean, it's nine o'clock. So it's kind of early. Uh, do you want me to come back later? Yeah, I need to get Odd to his room. (laughs) (laughs) Bubbles in the soup. I just pick up the whole bowl of soup and just take it upstairs. Oh, shit, that's great. Come back at, like, one. <laughs> I go back upstairs and go to sleep. Oh, okay. All right. She awkwardly shuffles out. She comes back a little later. It's getting around lunchtime now. The tail end of lunchtime. We've got, like, open face ro- roast beef sandwiches, some mashed potatoes and oh, gravy. Odd yeah. wakes shit. up and drinks the rest of his bed soup. <laughs> kind of gross, actually. Yeah, yeah it is. Super gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> if you all find your way back downstairs, uh, assuming that nobody's doing anything specific before you would you know, wake up afternoon. No. All right. Then uh, you make your way downstairs. There's a few people who are shuffling in and out for lunch, you know, picking up after the lunch rush. The innkeep gets you some plates right away. Everybody sits down. You might as well eat some food, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's lunchtime. Just as you get into halfway through your meal, there's a scream that happens outside, high-pitched and distant. That scream turns into several more that cascade closer down, must be down one of the streets. What do you do? Instinctually... Adamu grabs his guy's arm and runs out into the street. For some reason, I thought you were at the bar and you just grabbed some dude's arm and, like, dragged him outside. <laughs> just dragged some guy's arm. <laughs> Come here. Come with me. I, I accidentally miss my my guy's arm and grab some guy's arm and <laughs> drag sprinkles out into the street. <laughs> Instinctually, Odd wants to just keep eating, but uh, he'll follow Adamu. Adamu, as you bust out into the street, you see very quickly what it is that people are screaming about. Running from a section of town a little further north, running at the main circle, Market Square, are three, no, four horrifying-looking creatures. 
they look like fucked up goblins that survive traps. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, those are horrifying. That's a terrifying thing. Okay, that's uh, definitely an aberration. Yeah, it's a hideous thing with two legs and a giant tongue. That's like it. Well, if you look really close... It's kind of like little stubby legs. Yep, it's got little itty-bitty stubby legs. Little itty-bitty legs. And then massive fuck-off arms with too many segments. Too many segments, multiple hands... It's terrifying. It's all flesh-colored and covered in slime. Four of these things are just, like, prowling down the street, and the screams that you're hearing are people from... uh, people that are retreating into their homes or ducking down nearby alleys or just running the fuck away. These things are just prowling around the streets. It looks pretty aimless right now. Adamu kind of, like, shakes his head like... He drank way too much last night, and he's not sure what he's seeing is real. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? And when he realizes, nope, that thing's fucking real, he kind of, like, cracks his neck and stuff, and he's going to charge into one. Yeah. <laughs> Jump off your shoulder. Is everybody else still in the inn? Yeah, I see an odd lockout. I'll lock out as well. Look at this screaming. It's at least going to be interesting. Uh, probably, they're probably screaming for us, though, to tell more stories again. Uh. <laughs> it's groupies. <laughs> the four creatures are just kind of meandering down the street right away. The people are screaming and running away from them, and they're not, like, clawing at people or biting at people at the moment. However, as soon as Angriff, like gets that angry about him and starts charging, they perk up. Look right at Angriff, and then they begin charging as well. So everybody give me initiative. It's a charge-off. Time to play chicken with a bunch of flesh dregs as the two parties begin to charge toward one another, the flesh dregs and Adamu. Flesh drag number four actually gets the jump on everyone. He uses two actions to cross the distance, 45 feet to you, and then bites at you, getting a 25 to hit. Yeah. Well, as it sinks its teeth into you. Adamu, give me a will save. Is this against a magical effect, or...? It is. Alright, I get a plus two, because I'm raging. This against a magical effect. But I roll a three and get a 14. That is a failure. Awesome. I have a plus 11, and I fail. Its bite digs into you, and you're already raging, but something becomes sickening about the wrath that you feel roiling inside of you after getting bit by this thing. You are sickened too. Sickened too? Jesus. And you already took the 10 damage, right? You did. Then after flesh drag number four, number three gets to go next. This one also moves forward 5, 10, 40 feet with two actions and also bites into Adamu, but gets a 15 to hit. Somehow misses me when I've got a minus 3 right now. <laughs> that takes us over to Turox. It's your turn. I will do a threatening approach. I'm going to move right side by side of Adamu so I can attack flesh drag number 4, make an intimidation roll. That 1... I'm going to hero point that. You gave me another one. Did get one, yeah, right? I probably should have hero pointed mine. The 24. Intimidate. 24. Let's drag four. 
is a success. Right. I mean, it's frightened too, correct? Correct. And then third action. Yeah, I'll just blow my panache right away, huh? I'm going to use my finisher. Attack roll. Ugh. 14. 14 misses. That is my turn. I think it does use my impact. Did you do confident finisher? Yes, but I do deal half my precise say, yeah, strike if you damage. Do, yeah. If you do confident finisher, then you get to do your half your precise strike damage, which would be what? 2d6 plus 2. No, the plus 2 is replaced by the 2d6. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, it's right. either you're one right. or the yeah, other. I, I keep yeah. forgetting because I have plus 2 strength. So it still deals him 5 damage because I rolled 10 total. Nice. So even though you missed, you dealt him 5 damage. That, that's pretty nice. You stab into that one flesh drag that's chomping on Adamu, and he looks up at you and shrieks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's going to take us over to another flesh drag. This one is flesh drag number one. Uses his first two actions to run up. This one is actually going to use its attack on Turox. Only gets a 19 hit, though. Get that out of here. Lucky. Number two is going to do the same thing. They form a nice little lineup here, don't they? This one gets a 22 to hit. That will hit. All right. The last one that charges in deals Turox 10 points of piercing damage. Turox, give me a will save. Fuck. It was 11. An 11 fails. But it doesn't critically fail. You feel this odd, swirling anger that roils through you as this creature's fangs dig into you, and you are sickened too. All right, hey, rest of the party, it's your turn. Uh, Adamu, you're up. Adamu will actually spend his first action to retch, because... I need to get rid of a little bit of this sickened, hopefully. I'm going to use a hero point because I rolled a fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Uh, uh, 19. And 19 will do it, yes. Now when you so, retch to get rid of sickened, that action it, reduces it by one, right? Correct. Unless it's a critical success, then it would be two. Not quite that good. Regular success. Okay, so least reduces that by one. Now I'm going to attack this uh, flesh drag number two. Or number four, I meant. The one that's already got a negative to his... Negative two to AC, I get a 14, though, so I miss. I guess, fuck it, I might as well try to retch again. Try to clear this, but I get a 13. 13 won't do it. Because, hey, let's roll sub 10 over and over and over again. Odd. You get this big line of flesh dregs that are just chewing on Adamo and Turdox on yeah. the front line. How fun that I have a spell that's five contiguous squares. So let's just go those four <laughs> and the one that's like under the tree, kind of in the bushes there, so it's not really affecting anybody. Sure. Those sure. five. And they're all going to need to give me reflex saves. Okay. Looks like a 23 and a 24 succeed. What about an 18? That will fail. Then we have two failures and two successes. Grease! <laughs> the two failures fall prone. <laughs> Fantastic. I love Grease. Now the squares that the Grease is in, I don't think I've ever looked into Grease before. 
So the people that are in it and like save, they don't have to do anything until they try to move. If they try to make a move action, which includes standing up, they have to make a reflex save or an acrobatics check or they fall prone to If they step or crawl, they don't have to attempt a check or save. Do you have another action? I do. Um, shield, I guess. Then, after odd, Coral, it's your turn. Hey, these things don't, they look kind of clumsy, so I'm going to attempt to run behind them. Is my attempt successful? Yeah, absolutely, you can run behind them. You will get an attack of opportunity on you, though. So from flush drag number two. I might choose to stop my movement, depending on the hit. Is that that's legit, right? Yeah, because I'd get hit then. Yeah, uh, this one's gonna claw at you instead of bite at you. Yeah, it gets an eighteen to hit, and then my arrogance makes me continue, <laughs> and I'll go and I will provoke on the other one because I'm attempting to cast spell strike. Oh, you you will. That's flush strike number one. This one's gonna bite you. He will with a fifteen. I'm too fucking fast, man. Agile, agile, quarrel. All right, all right. Well, let's spell you spell striking with there, quarrel. Ushagras. You trying to get to flanking? Yeah, I am flanking with the dominant, yeah. Oh, that's right. Fucking crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's not even as real. That's just, it's normal, just, flanking. just normal, <laughs> normal flanking. I don't know why you I didn't fall? think that was somebody else. Attack. You fucking cock. You even, like, spun on the 20 for a second, too. Yeah, I'm done. Coral misses with the spell strike. Then we go to... And just loses the spell, because that's cool. Sprinkles, it's your turn. Sprinkles will... Number four is the only one we've heard. Yeah, it was a glancing blow, too. 25 into flanking. You get flanking. You get flanking. Hump prey number three, and then quick draw a blade, for, or one of my um, short swords for my third action. I'm actually going to change the order of that. I'm not going to hump prey for my second action. I'm just going to move there, and then I'm going to use my second and third actions to quick draw my blades. Both of them. But yeah, that will provoke. That'll provoke. Okay. He will bite at you. I used my action, like my move action, to go out and around so I wouldn't provoke, and then I was like, wait, I'm going to be quick draw my blades in his face anyways. 25 definitely hits me. Then you are going to take... Eight points of piercing damage. Go ahead and give me a will save. Wonderful. The only saving grace so far here is Tyler's also rolled pretty shitty on most of his attacks. Other than like two. Sprinkles is sickened two. Second action to quick draw. 13 to hit. That'll miss. Third action. 13 to hit. Now also miss. Doing good, boys. We're doing we got good. some flanking positions, but uh, no hits as of yet. But roll like shit. We go to the top of round two. We got Flesh Drag 4, the first one to charge into the line here. This one is prone and in the grease, and it's going to use its first action to stand. Correct me if I'm wrong, David. You said that it reflex needs to make save. a yep. reflex save. Okay. It would have to crawl or step away to not have It's to. not that smart. Reflex save. It gets a 13. It fails. It slips and falls. If it tries to stand up again, it doesn't get any penalties, does it? No. Well, it's going to use its second action to try to stand up again, mindlessly. 26 reflex save this time. 
Okay. So he gets that off, and then he is going to bite at Adamu. It gets a 25 to hit. Uh, and yeah. is going to deal you eight points of piercing damage. Go ahead and give me a will save. Uh, 28. Critical success. Nice. Completely unaffected. Does it get rid of my current sickness, then? <laughs> Fortunately not. <laughs> okay, so that takes us over to Flesh Strike number three. This one also is prone. Uses its first action to attempt to stand. Gets a 21 for the reflex. That will succeed. Okay. So he stands. With his first action, he will use his jaws to bite at Sprinkles. And gets a 10 to hit. Then with its second attack, is going to use a claw. And a 15 will miss. Slipping and sliding around in the mud here a little bit. Things aren't going the greatest for anybody. Turdux, can you turn it around? Yeah, sorry if my grease ruins your tumble through. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I will do a threatening approach on Flesh Drake 2 to move Intimidate. And that one already used its attack of opportunity and hasn't been its turn yet. Perfect. A 13. That'll miss. That's your Intimidate. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That'll fail. That'll <laughs> likely fail. Then I will just... Uh, 24 with flanking. Hits. 8 damage. Stab him. You have a third action, or is that all three? Oh, sorry, that is all three of my actions. Two actions for threatening approach, one action to stab. Ah, that's right, threatening approach is two actions. Then after Turox, we're going to go over to one of the Fleshfurt Dregs. Flesh Dreg number one is going to use its first action to uh, try to get behind Adamo. It needs to make a reflex save because it's moving, right? Yeah, if it's not taking a step action, yeah, reflex save. It's not. It's trying to be tactical, but it just doesn't quite get it. 22. 22 does succeed. Okay. So, use his first action to get around behind Adamo, flanking with his buddy, and we'll make a claw attack. Ooh, odd, you got flanking, though. Yeah. A 20 to hit. We got a minus four AC right now. You're gonna fucking hit me. <laughs> Not hard to hit you. Deals you six points of damage, and with uh-huh. its third action, it's going to attempt to bite ya. Sixteen. Yep. Deals you eleven points of damage, and I suppose you need to give me a will save because it could, in fact, get worse. Fifteen. Well, you're good. So you stay sickened to two instead of it getting worse. I'm only sickened one right now, so it does get worse. Oh, then yeah, it gets back to sickened two. Yeah, lots of sickened happening. And I'm almost down. Since spawn two's turn, so it's going to use a move action to attempt to move out of the grease here and out of the flanking. Does a 16 get it, David? A 16 is a failure. A failure, so that means that he falls prone. On his two little legs. And it's going to use its second action to... You said crawling is fine. Crawl works. It's going to crawl back and away from Turdox with its second action and then stand with its third. So that's its whole round, which takes us over to Adamo, who is currently being flanked by two flesh drags. Uh, I guess I attempt to retch to reduce my sickened. Hey, I got a 23. That's a success. 
know, I guess attack plus strike four since it's like one of the few we've actually hit and it's frightened two. Do they actually have spell slots or no? Uh, no, they, they don't. This is just the sinful bite is the only thing that it really has. Uh, 27 to hit. That's a critical hit. Even with a minus two. Nice. I guess I have a minus one. It has a minus two. You one-shot it. 28 damage. You one-shot it. I guess not really a one-shot because it had damage on it, but... I suppose it had some damage, but yeah. You do kill it. Slice it open, and it bleeds on the ground. All right, wretch attack... Uh, do you have any kind of weapon out? Are you threatening this guy? I suppose you're. everybody's always threatening something. Everybody's always threatening, at least always unarmed. all the time. Yep. I guess I need to keep odd safe, so I'm going to attack flesh drag number one. Nope, that's a four. I'm done. Don't sound so defeated. You killed somebody. <laughs> after odd, or I'm sorry, after Adamu is odd. It's your turn. Yeah, Odd's definitely going to take a five-foot step back into the west to get out of range of that guy, because I don't want to get hit by him. I'm going to drop a flaming sphere onto Flesh Drag 2. Is that the one right in front of you? No. No, it's the one right in front of Coral. This is going to need to give me a reflex save as a ball of fire hits it. Okay, uh, it gets a 25. So that's going to be half damage. So it takes half of 11. And now there is a ball of fire on him. And the grease still stays there, right? That's not yep, like that's, grease is not sustained. Nice. That's the end of my turn. After odd, coral. Activate arcane cascade. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know what that... Oh, trying to don't you worry. Way. It's not a thing. It, it goes like this. <laughs> 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 it's really fucking weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, Can you get that checked what? out? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> is uh, that ball threatening? Uh, no, unfortunately. The flaming sphere doesn't provide threatening. Yeah, this is, we're just going to start deleting shit quick, okay? <laughs> What'd you do? Well, I crit it for 28. So just regular I'm strike. Just, I'm just striking him, yeah. Strike. All right, 28 is a crit. 19 damage. That does it. You put him out. That almost had more damage on it already. And then with my third attack, I'm going to... I mean, the third action. I'm gonna use dimensional assault and teleport 15 feet towards Sprinkles and ending my dimensional assault, make a third, I mean, another attack. A miss with a 17. Nice. Okay, so That's all I got. you uh, demolish the one that got the flaming sphere put onto it. Ooh, weakened it up a little bit. That worked out well. That takes us over to Sprinkles. It's your turn. Sprinkles, hunt praise for his first action. Uh, number three, the Adamu and Sprinkles are flanking. And second action, I will flurry, or whatever the fuck it's called. Twin takedown. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Eight damage. And the second attack, I get a nine to hit and miss. Third action, I will take another swing. I get a nine to hit and miss. Uh, all right, that'll take us up to the top of round three. We only have two flesh dregs that are alive. The one that is getting flanked by Sprinkles and Adamu is going to attempt to move into flanking. Do a spinning attack that moves all three. What? No. God. Jeez. <laughs> it's going to use uh, his first action to five-foot step. It's getting a little cautious here as it's been slipping and sliding around. The second action to attack. 
We're gonna do a claw attack here. Net one on the die though. And second attack, this one will be a bite. Second nat one on the die. Good. I'll, I'll take it. Classic Tyler. Throwing like Throwing shit. Throwing like absolute garbage there. <laughs> uh, that takes us over to Turducks. It's your turn. Okay, so I am going to attempt to tumble through. I'm trying to get around Flesh Drag 1. Don't forget, tumbling through is half speed. Yep. Alright, acrobatics check. Uh, 12. 12 won't do it. Then I stop. Do not go through and square. And you trigger reactions. Ah, oh, perfect. That's true. This is going to be an attack of opportunity from Flesh Drag number 1. And it's going to bite you. Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. Natural 20 on the die. You had to even Hey, we got up. two. You had to get one in. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, that's going to be 18 points of piercing damage oh, gee. on the attack of opportunity. Yes, so, that will yeah. save. Yeah, that's going to require a will save. It could get worse. 22. <laughs> but it doesn't get worse. Perfect. You just take the critical hit. You, you can keep going on with your turn now that I've rolled a 20 on you. Then I will attack him once. 22. 22 will hit. All right. Six damage. And then I'm going to use my third action, Dueling Parry. Until next turn, I get a plus two bonus to my AC. Like raise a shield without having a shield. Yep. Then after Turok's... That flesh drag, after getting that critical hit, feeling a little cocky, it's going to go in for swing number two on Turdox here. No, 17 on the die? Or, sorry, total. 17 total. Get the shit out of here. Well, then it's going to kind of continue its assault, because that's just how it rolls. If it were thinking tactically, it would use the flanking that it literally has, but it's just enraged with you for some unknown reason. 14 to hit. Nope. And because we swing for the fences, six to hit. Yes, Tyler. Yes, thank you. So, what, for, for uh, miss, miss, miss? Yes. The critical miss. The critical miss, though. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah. if you critically fail a strike, I can use opportune repost. Now I can make a melee strike against you. Nice. And miss with a four. Well, hey. A ten total, but... At least... You got to do it. That's what counts, you know? You could potentially hurt people on their turn like that. It was nice how broken one East Washbuckler was. Fuck, I hate it. <laughs> the reason I banned it. Perry, Perry, yo-ho! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, well then, after that flesh drag, that's going to take us over to Adamu. It is your turn. Well, since nobody got in flanking with me, I'll five foot step. I know, flesh drag three moved out of flanking. I get it, but... Turox didn't get into flanking. What I tried. Your check. <laughs> it tumbled through. Didn't work so hot. Five foot step over to get in flanking with Coral so that Coral can have some flanking also. And I will... I'm just going to try to retch to get that uh, minus one gone. 20. That'll do it. 17 to hit well flat-footed. Yeah, that hits. 14 damage. Takes it. It's the first time he's been hit. Stepped, retched, Attacks. That's all three. Then after Adamu, it's odd. Your turn. Yeah, first action, we're going to sustain that uh, Flaming Sphere. I'm actually going to bring it down to the one to the south here. Flesh Drag 1. Taking less damage. 
All right. It needs a will save. Or, I'm sorry, reflex save, right? Yeah, it's going to be a reflex save. There we go. Well, it gets a 29. Yeah, that's a critical success, so it takes no damage. All right. Cool. Cool. Then with two actions, I heal two rocks. Uh, 22. That's my turn. And after odd, Coral, it's your turn. Well, I did my teleport, so I will get my spell strike back, and I'm going to couple it with the daze and attack. And it will get to attack of opportunity, right? Sure. Bite at you. We get a 15 to hit. He tried. Yep. It misses. Continue. I crit him? We could probably say goodbye to this guy. <laughs> it's critical. I mean, a daze is not, you know... I mean, he's stunned, but one of the crits it is. (laughs) The crits is nasty. Well, that's a six and five for 25. 25 kills it outright. (laughs) Coral just taking him down. I'll just step out of Sprinkle's way here and check him out as he goes to kill number one. Hopefully. Have you seen my rolls? I've hit once. I'm giving you the confidence that you have to. Six swings I've hit once. I'm rather making you nervous or giving you the confidence that you need to impress me. We'll, we'll see which one. After I just murdered two dredges. Well, Sprinkles, can you perform? <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, first action, I hump prey, flesh drag one. Second action, I move into flanking with Turux on flesh drag one. Third action, I will twin takedown. 17 to hit. That hits. Fucking barely. Does it say C19? Because we hit so many 17s with flanking. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Seven damage. All right. It doesn't put it down, but it is looking real bad. And the second swing, I fucking roll like shit and get a 12. And which will miss. Let me take one nice chunk out of it. Yeah, go sprinkles. <laughs> That's going to take us to the top of round four. Two ducks. It's your turn. They get that sick into two on you that takes a minus two from any of your attacks. So if you want to try to retch, you can. You just make a fortitude save. Ah, uh, fuck it. Attack of a bunch. Throw up on the dredge. <laughs> You'll be the new Mr. Retch in town. <laughs> We're all the new Mr. Retch with how we three of us have hey, me, sick me, me and Otter are good. You guys are gross. <laughs> I think I've retched three or four times in this game. <laughs> <Like> four times. <laughs> Could attack him a bunch of times. That's all you need to do. 22. You know, 16 on the die certainly helps. Well, when it works, it works. 22 hits. Seven damage. Only you had panache. Looks really nice, hurt. He's still standing, though. Bring him again. On his own two hands. A nine. Nine will miss. the third fish. Fishing One for that more. 20. That might as well. Fish, fish, fish. Uh, oh, shit. Line on the line for 14. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Line snaps right at the last minute. Four. Uh, well, well, that's my third sick. attack, and then minus two. Plus I'm being two. Sick two. Oh, wait, yeah, I'm agile, though. So that's going to take us over to that last f- flesh drag, who currently has a, you know, flaming sphere in his square, so is going to, you know, get out of that. Can't wait to have a tech opportunity. It's, it's still just absolutely allowing its rage to take over here. And it's going to turn its attention back to its original target. It's going to turn its attention back to Adamu. 
Oh, no, it just prances around everybody. To get, it just, like, yeah. just runs right around everybody to get out <laughs> of the like, fire. It's like, you guys can't hurt. You guys don't have tag about two yet. It's fine. <laughs> I imagine these things just fucking waddle when they run. <laughs> he predatorially walks around Turux. Anyways, so he's going to In between use... Turux and Odd and... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he literally you know passes everyone. He just wanders. Odd's <laughs> token's so small, I miss it sometimes when I'm zoomed out. All right, do your worst. Kill the lizard. Yep, it's going to be a claw attack here. Yeah, that's a hit. 27 will hit. Good thing it's going to flanking. Deal you seven points of damage. No will save. That's, the, that's a claw, not a bite. The bite is its second attack, though. Oh, yeah, of course I did. 25 to hit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Then, take... Oh, yep. No mm-hmm. way! <laughs> I'm at exactly. zero. I had 12 hit points left. Exactly. Eight on the die, plus four, 12. Uh, this one bites Adamu unconscious. And it does a little jig like me and the goblin did. <laughs> Thumbs up. Oh, no. Uh, okay, then Adamu's gonna go up above them in the initiative. That's gonna take us over to Odd. Odd, you see Adamu fall. You bastard, you killed my bruv! I know he's not really dead. He'll be alright, but you're gonna die. And uh, I'll sustain and move the uh, Fleming Sphere over to him. That should do it. Get a 14. Uh, it takes 13. That kills it. Odd, resuscitate. With my second action, I run up to Adamu, and with my third action, I battle medicine him. And I fail, critically. One in the die, one in the die, one in the die, one in the die. Oh my, so I don't fail, though. <laughs> do you have a hero point still? I don't, I used mine. I, I do uh, not succeed in battle medicing Adamu this round. Well, That's then we, the we leave combat, and you do regular medicine. And then I do, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, well, I was I'll gonna pour, say... Before he dies, I'll pour one of his elixirs down his throat. You would need I've got to five on me, so stabilize if you're going oh, to. Oh right, lose yeah, medicine. never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I pour an elixir down his throat to start with, and then we'll then we'll heal up. Yeah, I gain three hit points, forty-seven wounds. Yeah, well, I t- I took exactly fifty damage, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I took fifty-four because I had four temporary hit points at the start of that fight. We were fine. They had a lot of abilities. They just weren't. We just weren't hitting them. Once we hit them, they were dead. We got yeah, pretty lucky. They missed a lot, also. People start slowly coming out of the surrounding areas after taking cover. And Adamu looks like absolute ass. Yeah, hundred percent. There's this like astonished, like slow starting clap that starts small. And then it kind of builds a little bit, and then anybody who like goes to, is there anything they can do to help? Do you need healing? Well, yeah, we could use a healer for Adamu. Uh, somebody runs off. Not magic, go. Yeah, I was gonna say brings back a cleric. <laughs> brings back a cleric. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what would happen. They'd bring back a Audrani, actually. Oh no, she could make him feel better in other ways. Say, can can she do negative <laughs> damage that heals? <laughs> I don't think she preps for that normally. I mean, they've got normal docks in a town, right? Normal docks. Yeah, but fuck, I'll, I'll heal myself oh, yeah. before I let somebody else heal <laughs> Some stranger come <laughs> up. <laughs> don't put that gauze there. 
Okay, so, well... What the fuck am I, I doing? I know what will make me feel better. <laughs> Back to the bar! <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, congratulations on level four. All right! and the completion of the Roadkeeper's Hideout and also the Goblin Encampment, both in the ancient and highly magical fortification having something to do with Elasnus, the Rune Lord of Wrath. And now when we return to the surface, we seem to be attacked by flesh dregs, sin spawns of wrath. Something strange is definitely happening here. But where will we go next? Find out next time as we continue The Return of the Rune Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.